Factory. See? Why? <laughs> and we're back with another episode of the PvP with my very special guest. Shout out Uriel. Yeah. Gracias, gracias for the bomb. Thank you for coming, man. Uh, for the people that don't know, Uriel is a graphic designer, clothes designer. He works in marketing. He does everything. He does video too. I've seen him promote like animations and like put on a lot of homies for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess if you were going to describe yourself, like what would you describe yourself as? Um, kind of like what you had just said. Um, art director, designer, founder of Tumadre Clothing, and then recently dad. Yeah. yeah father. My title. Oh. Yeah. For the people that don't know, just so we can tell people how we met, <laughs> it was a it was a random pop up that uh, Skirt Skirt had invited me to uh, be a vendor at. For the people around Chicago, you probably know Skirt Skirt. He's like a pretty popular DJ. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say his real name because I don't know if he pronounces his real name. That's <laughs> <But, laughs> uh, But it was a really cool pop up. I remember they had chicken wings. I think it was Harold's. And then I just had my little vending set up. And we've probably, like, interacted through social media. Yeah, we've only, like, done DMs or, or, like, commented under under each other's And this was, like, 2019? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, you just came out. We finally met. And I think it took me a while. It always takes me a while to, like, figure out people. If I haven't seen them in person, like, I only know you by your Instagram name, then you always have to go, like... (laughs) You're the two mother guy or like what's your your personal instagram like personal instagram is uvtm underscore designs yeah yeah so then i was probably like oh you're you or like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh yeah we slowly started seeing each other more around the city um yeah and we've been at like multiple events together uh shout out royal palms, royal palms yeah, yeah we did that one together and the one at wait Mars did Bay. we no we did it? Royal Palms? Or were you just... You were vending there, though, right? Uh, was it like the Taco Sublime yeah. thing on Father's Day? Oh, I went, but I wasn't vending. Oh, okay. But you were vending. Yeah. But we did the Mars Brewing one together for 420. You had like a whole bunch... You had your whole table oh, yeah, set yeah, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. AK was there from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... um, <clears throat> Yeah. So me and Euro became pretty cool homies. And then you invited me to be in your company's small business market yeah it's a maker's market so like at fcb they have like different groups or ergs mm-hmm. and so for mine i'm part of the hispanic one called sabor and so for that one they needed someone to lead it they needed someone to bring in five homies who were latino hispanic mm-hmm. and come on by and then i was like let me see the okay yeah pablo's <laughs> colombian so easy for the category but i guess for the people that don't know like what are you or like where are your parents from where are you from i'm from i'm from chicago like i was i was born there and stayed there until six and then some brazy ass shit happened at the house where i guess someone had like robbed Damn. a place oh. and then they went in our garage and our garage had an attic and, and so he just there? stayed there until like the cops were like get the fuck out Crazy. And we were in the backyard, so my mom was like, yo, this neighborhood's not as cool as I thought it was, yeah. so then we got to move up north. And uh, so we ended up in Waukegan, and then from Waukegan to Zion, 
and that's pretty much where like, I spent all my formative years. And Zion's like right on the border of uh, Kenosha. Okay. Kenosha, Wisconsin. So it's like mad easy to get like 20 minutes that way. It's Waukegan. 20 minutes that way. It's Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. And your family is Mexican? Yep. Um, have you ever been? Or like, have you gone back? I haven't been to Mexico since I was like 17, which is like blasphemous. Because you don't remember? Or I mean, I remember. Because... I had a dope ass time over oh. when I was 17. But no, like the thing is like, because I'm... Not a lot of people are blessed to go back and forth for me. Yeah. And I haven't gone since I was 17, which is like, this sounds insane. Because mm, you can, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Because I had someone from work tell me, because she asked me the same thing, like, when was the last time I was in Mexico? And I was like, since I was 17. Mm. I'm like, I'm, I just turned fucking 30 now. And she was like, why don't you go more often? You know you don't have to pay. Like, all your, once you get there, your family takes care of you. Yeah. You just got to buy the plane ticket. So why are you tripping? <laughs> I never thought about it that way, so. Are you close to their family over there? Or, like, do you talk to them often? No. That's probably why. Because, yeah. like, you would kind of need somebody to show you around. Yeah, I need, like, either a cousin um, or one of my parents to introduce me or tell me, like, how I know them or how they're related to me. Yeah. And then. Yeah, we're actually going to Columbia. Um, Bogota, right? In a few months, yeah. That's where you're from? No, for Christmas. Uh, yeah, from Bogota. Yeah, so I was born there. I was there till i was five and then we came to merrill's park and then that's where i spent my formative years but you've always like traveled within the states right and you even moved out to boston yeah i mean i've only been to like new york florida colorado because i have family over there when i was when i felt like tm was like hitting a stride and then i met you at the pop-up yeah um which I feel like we had to talk about it more because it was like mad strange in the a way. Pop-up? Yeah. What was strange about it? <laughs> well, the at one point, like I said, what's up to you? I ended up meeting uh, Jose Squared. Shout out Jose Franco. All Squared. of them. Yeah. All, like all your homies and stuff. And then I met Rob Draws there too. Oh yeah! Shout out Rob. That, that they actually the, have his collab right here. <laughs> that was the first. That was the first time I met That's Rob. Crazy. And then uh, right after that. Then I don't know what it was, like a switch went off in at the pop-up, and then people were like bringing out edibles and oh, then giving yeah. them to everyone. And then I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find that one strange. But like the second they started passing out drugs, then like older people started coming to the pop-up out of nowhere. Like old old people. Like over forty. Okay. Like forty and over started coming to the pop-up, mm. and then just like I don't know. It seemed like predatory or something. A little bit. Damn. A I, little I never bit. even thought about that. You didn't see that? <laughs> I didn't really look for like old people, but I'm sure there was. But I do remember, was it like in the capsule form? Like the edible? They were little, uh, like little squares. Yeah. But they were hard though. They weren't gummies. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was like candy. Yeah, they were like, like Jolly Ranchers. Candy. And this was before like you could find edibles anywhere. I don't know. It was weird. Like around that time, I feel like not many places would give out edibles. But I just thought, like, oh, they're just trying to get everybody fucked up to sell more. Yeah, I mean, again, that part didn't, I didn't find strange. Yeah, just the older people. Yeah, it was just like, how the fuck did you find this event? Because mm. you remember where it was, right? It was like, yeah, it's like super underground right there. Yeah. The lake, and like, it was like the west side, kind of. Yeah. But. <laughs> it was a yeah. sketchy ass area. So I was like, how did you find this place? That's interesting. But like, now that you're, you've been like vending a little more, and you kind of notice like, sometimes those white, like older people do buy no a how lot, fuck and yeah. they spend a lot fuck of money yeah, <laughs> so it's like you kind of do want them like the older people no definitely but 
Yeah, for that scene, it was more like an underground thing. It, it, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But um, so what what year did you start Tu Madre? Would you say? Um, it hit my sketchbook when I was in eighth grade. Um, didn't do anything with it because as an eighth grade, I had no fucking clue what to do with it. Mm. And then I think I was like either 15 or 17. I en- I was introduced to Legal Zoom. I ended up trademarking to Madre clothing. Still didn't do shit with it. Damn. But I trademarked early? the name. At eighth grade? No, like 15, 17. Okay. I trademarked it. Uh, again, didn't know what to do with it. I mean, I did small stuff, but I didn't have cash like that. Yeah. So it burned a hole through my pocket like really fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Damn. Yeah, because for the people that don't know, like trademarking and name, like it costs. Yeah. Like if you do it the right way. And then, and then so yeah, like I did little projects um, here and there. I didn't see momentum, so then I stopped doing it until like I got a full time job, mm-hmm. and then officially, with the help of like a bunch of homies from where I was working at, TM launched in 2016. And this is in Zion, Zion. No, it's in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. So are you still working with those homies now? Yeah, a lot of them. Um, Adam Yafai. Dope ass content creator. Mm. He shot my first lookbook. Um, he did the first video I ever did. So if you scroll all the way the fuck down on the uh, like on the Tomato Instagram and you see like a bunch of neon stuff and pink stuff, yeah, that was him. That's fire. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I feel like lately, because prior to Paz Prince, I had a uh, Effectus, and that's where I met like all the homies, uh, like you mentioned, Squared. Me and him started that back in <clears throat> high school. And then, like, throughout parties, we would meet, like, other creative people. And we're like, oh, do you want to, like, come help us, like, push this brand? We met Yachty. She was supposed to be, like, the head of the girls' side. And then, like, Eli. Um, he's, like, he's just a younger kid that has, like, really good sense in fashion. And then, um, yeah, Matt, Josh. And we formed that collective. But it seems like lately... I don't know. I haven't been able to see him as much, and it's like difficult to like link. I don't know if you've had that problem. No, it's definitely. Like we have, or I have, um, a group of homies that I call Team Madre. Team Madre. Team Madre. That's fine. <laughs> is that the group chat name too? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, as the as the brand has gotten older, like people's lives move on. Yeah. Like homies got kids. Or they got a new job in the city and they're trying to, like, step up their game. Um, my brother moved out to Colorado, so I didn't see his ass for a while. Um, yeah, like, a lot of stuff happened in the in the lifespan of Tumadre. But they, but they help out as much as they can. So as far yeah. as, like, the, the origin of that, where did that come from? Or, like, if you could explain what Tumadre means to you. Tumadre was, you, you mentioned... Um, Yo mama. You mentioned your mom with the show, and that's pretty much how I, how I end up. Like, yeah. I, I mean, later down the line, uh, a goal of mine would be to have Wilmer in a lookbook, bro. Very possible. Very possible. But yeah, I, like around that time, I, I thought that to like the the Yo Mama show was just gonna blow the fuck up. And it so, did, like slightly. I kind of. Yeah. And. Um, I thought they were going to make a clothing line, so that's why I trademarked it first. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Then they would have had to buy it from you. Yeah. I mean, they could have easily been Yo Mama and just made clothes like that. Yeah. 
but um, I don't know, something, I felt very strongly that they were going to maybe go the Spanish route, mm. so then I did it. Interesting. Yeah. So, if people, like, a random person comes up to you and, like, asks you, like, oh, why tu madre? You're going to... No, I'm not going to say that whole, I'm not gonna like, say whole ass so origin like, story. What's, like, the, the, short, the pitch for the, you? The like, short pitch is, like, um, tu madre is, like, a little bit grosero. Mm-hmm. So, at first glance, you're like, I did not just see that shit. Like, there's no way that's just tu madre on a shirt. And then they'll look back. Yeah. So, that has that, has that effect on people. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come up and ask me and shit or... That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was even trying to get even like deeper with it. Like you could bring it up. Like you just love moms so much. <laughs> like, like remember to call your mom or like some other. Oh yeah. Like, like this is. Yeah. That uh, could be a future collab. Uh, yeah. I had a whole like milf <laughs> backstory. No. Yeah. No. But even like. No. It's, it's just, like moms it, are very important in like the Hispanic culture. No. Of course. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're the. What do you call it? The pillar of like the home. Like all the love that you get from your mom. That yeah. or like that's where everything begins yeah that facts. type of shit yeah too. yeah there's a lot you could do with the name for sure no that could have had a very touching backstory no, the, but, it, the, but it was just to stop wilmer from making the clothing brand. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about like us is like we could like redefine our brand as much as we want like how many people have asked me like why the pig and i just try to think of new stuff every time yeah. so it's like it's whatever we feel like at the moment what's well, the it's like the me going to pop-ups has showed me Mm. like how to pitch it to yeah, people for sure so it's at first to start off with <clears throat> oh yeah like it was in a sketchbook since eighth grade but that was too long and i lost people's attention yeah and then it just kept getting refined to like it made you come back didn't it like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah you gotta think of like the shortest pitch yeah big time but uh for the people that don't know yo mama it was a show on mtv like these kids nowadays they probably have no idea but this was a show where, like, people would go around the city and think of the best Yo Mama jokes and just, like, make fun of each other. And then they would go to their house and get dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, shout out Wilmer Valderrama, though. And then it, Fez like... From the 70s show. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then they had, like, championships on mm-hmm. top of, like, parking garages They were getting shit. people from different states. Yeah, yeah. dog. Like, God damn. It was, it was like... Uh, We'll get a hundred thousand dollars in cash. A hundred thousand dollars, yeah. Hundred thousand dollars over mama's joke. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and then the shit that would be super funny too is when you get like vets, mm-hmm. and then they'll be like, "You read that off the internet." Like they know the joke already. Yeah. Or like they would cut them off and then finish the joke, and then the other guy would be like, "Damn." Yeah, it's like it's like twenty percent content, and like eighty percent delivery. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> and like how you like, I mean that that relates to us and like clothing and marketing too but um what got you into like drawing and like designing you mentioned that it was in your sketchbook but like you've been drawing all your life basically yeah Yeah. um i had a cousin who was really really good at drawing so he was like my inspiration like i wanted to get as good as him Mm. and then that led to me just like sketching like every day but then it was my introduction to streetwear mm. so i had a homie uh rafi he lives in florida and i believe but he put me on to the hundreds uh he showed me the ice cream video for the first time yeah he had clear babes Damn. yeah this kid was like all over the place and so i was like what does he know that i don't 
and then he just started showing me everything and then it just blew up in my head i was like i want this That's interesting. i want this lifestyle so does this kid still dress this good now um i thought like we we fell off um i feel like it was after after middle school because he moved mm. so i hadn't seen him in a while and then he he showed up as a suggested friend on facebook and I I followed him. I was like, whoa, no way. This is Rafi now. Is he still a flea? He's still pretty fly. Damn. He's still pretty fly to this day. Crazy. I feel like I have a similar friend who put me on to like <clears throat> pretty much like MTV, VH1. Yeah. But back then it was like South Pole, like the really big polos, like Jordans. I wasn't really dressing like that until I met this kid. And then, yeah, now he doesn't really dress that well. But <laughs> Ouch. he won't really listen to this anyways. But it's just funny how like we get inspiration from like the people around us for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like Rafi put me on to like just that lifestyle. Yeah. And then um I don't I feel like I wasn't listening to like current music mm. as often. Like I mean it's probably just what it was ever on the on on the radio. And then my brother was like, yo, you gotta hit up a hot new hip hop. Or Damn. you got to hit up a uh, rap godfather. I forgot about that. G, GF or something. RF. That's where all the mixtapes are. That's where all the mixtapes yeah. were. Or that's where all the albums would, would drop like a week before they actually dropped. So yeah. you like download them. Yeah. <laughs> Back when there was like uh, LimeWire and shit. It's no, like, not even. This is this was after LimeWire. <laughs> oh, you just I wasn't on, I wasn't on that wave with LimeWire and shit. <laughs> like the, my cousin, he would download all the Lil Wayne mixtapes, but that's as far as I got. Mm. Like I didn't know anything else. Okay, so you took it, you learned, like, drawing from them, but then, like, illustrating. Like, actually, like, because you do a lot of digital art. Yeah. So how'd you pick up that? Like, that was, that was um after high school. You went to school for graphic design? Yeah. Okay. I went to AI. Um, fuck that place. Damn. I'm glad it closed down. Whoa. Burn all of those buildings to the ground. So does that, deg- <laughs> <laughs> does that degree, like hold any value no luckily i was luckily i graduated um before they folded okay yeah so my i'm still accredited even though i feel like i could have gone where i am now without, without that it? shit but okay that but, would, yeah that's a good uh thing to tell people like do you feel like um you need to have school knowledge on what you do on graphic design to like be a clothing designer i guess like Say, like, a kid's listening to this podcast and, like, should I go to graphic design for this? Should you go to graphic design? No. Should you put your 10,000 hours on YouTube videos to learn how to, like, uh, design, composition, uh, contrasting colors, all of that shit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just teach yourself. Cheaper. And, like, if you were to to go to school for something else, what would it be? I don't think I would have gone anywhere. You would have gone No, because, like, in high school, even all the way through high school, I knew that I wanted to be an artist, but I couldn't put my finger down on, like, what type of artist. That's awesome. So it was just, like, I was lost the entire time through high school. Because I I had a teacher who, bless her heart, she helped the kids out, like, get into any school that they wanted to. And there was this kid who was, like, good at drawing, but he wanted to do graffiti. And there's a college for graffiti. And I was like, what the fuck? And so she helped him, like, (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy yeah. i didn't even know that existed <laughs> no it does Is but it? yeah she helped him like with this paper and like um admissions and everything and it was uh-huh. it was wild you don't remember her name ladine yeah. shout out ladine shout out ladine
She was the one teacher that, that would tell you, um, get out of Zion. Like, mm -hmm. go anywhere else for college, get out of the state, get out of the country. Like a bigger city? Yeah. For sure. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't... In high school, I wasn't sure what to do. Um, and then, oddly enough, I discovered graphic design in high school because I had um, advisory. Did you have that? Mm. You have, like, the same class, like, with same dudes for all four years? Mm, it's, no. like, 15 minutes long. It's, like, a little reset. It's, like, a recess? It's like a, yeah, kind of. No, nah, we only had lunch. Oh, in high school, yeah, we didn't have recess. Yeah, we, well, we had this thing called advisory, mm. and this like goofy ass kid brought in a paper, and then um, he had a Lamborghini on it, <laughs> and I was like, "Who made that?" And he's like, "I did." I was like, "What?" He drew it, and then he was mm. like, "Yeah, I did it." And like, but why does it look so crispy and stuff? And he's like, "Oh, that's a graphic design class." I'm like, "We have graphic design class in this high school." damn and so i was like what and that yeah and that's how i was introduced to it i didn't take the classes mm. but i was like okay this might be a thing that i like crazy and then were your parents supportive of that i know like with a lot of people that i talk to our parents are like wanting us to pursue something more professional they they were supportive um like as much as they could because mm. i told them like what i wanted to do and i i mentioned clothes and all this stuff but they weren't sure, like, how this was going to manifest into anything. Mm. Like, they'd be like, oh, your uncle does murals. Like, you can do something like that. Like, no, it's not. This is totally different. But even them saying that it's okay, that's pretty, like, yeah. for, like, a Hispanic household, I feel like they want you to be a professional. <laughs> no, yeah, my, my mom's, like, mad supportive. She, If I would have told her that I wouldn't do any, wanted to do anything else, she would have been like, 100%, let's go. Damn, that's yeah. all. Because yeah. she, she took me to the admissions and, like, filled all that shit out with me yeah yeah wow she had no clue what the fuck i was she was paying for but she, <laughs> <laughs> but she did it yeah yeah shout out to madre definitely <laughs> for real <laughs> so then after that you've i feel like i want to say in the past two years you've been implicating this like character i don't know if you've had it this whole time but it's like uh would you consider it like a aztec yeah okay yeah, a little, little Aztec dude. Does he have a name? Or just like yeah, his name's Ricky. His Ricky. full name is Ricky Ticky Tabby. Ricky Ticky Tabby. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I really like him. I feel like uh, he reminds me of <clears throat> the mask from Crash Bandicoot for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a little mix of that. And um, I feel like... I like I how he has a little belly. Yeah. That that was that was key <laughs> to do that because um, I'm like a big fan of... I don't know, something about like little chibi characters. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, they're cute as shit. So I just wanted to make him that. Yeah. But he, I saw, I feel like he's a sun god in like some like Aztec like cutout. Mm. Like, you know, like hieroglyphics, yeah, yeah, but like are. Tim chiseled out. I feel like he's a sun god somewhere. I saw him in a book and I saw that friendly ass face and then I just took it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's like, uh, I could see you like making it an actual um hieroglyphic like piece no i mean i got like plans to like bring his ass alive yeah. for sure but have you seen black panther like the new one the wakanda the newest one no okay i haven't because there's been a lot of talk about like the anti-hero uh namir namir oh namor namor yeah yeah and how he kind of represents like aztecs and stuff yeah well cool. i thought he was mine 
Mm, I don't know. I thought they were mine. Sorry. I could have <laughs> Yeah, I'm not Mexican. <laughs> but mine's are Colombian, no? I thought, my, I thought Colombians were Incas. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, I feel like mine's and, and Aztecs are both Mexican. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. They're just from different, like... I need to brush up on my shit. Yeah, like, I, my I origin story. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure that out. <laughs> There's so much stuff in South America that I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, Me too. But, uh... <clears throat> What else was I gonna say? So, uh, I guess, what made you come back to Chicago? Cause you went to Boston for like, was it a year? Really? Two. And were you planning on staying there for a while or you were just gonna? No, my my girl got an opportunity to work out there. Mm. Um, and her contract was two years. So as soon as those two years were up, like she wanted to bounce. But it was, Boston was like, it's mad creative over there. Really? I loved it. I didn't I don't know shit about Boston. I just know they probably have like good clam chowder and like <laughs> Yeah, all the stereotypes like uh clam chowder or like anything from the sea is yeah. like hella fresh from over there. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, no, it was it was amazing. I like transitioning over to Boston, I didn't have another job lined up. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like I couldn't go to another agency like that. So your whole time there you were just I was I was low-key a bum for a while, and then I ended up working at uh, Apple, like their flagship store mm. at Apple, and then that's where I met, like, all the creative homies over there. That's right. Yeah. How but, was, like, how but, like, huh? My bad. <laughs> Go ahead. But I really immersed myself there, because um, I was like, this is my this is my new city now. I'm not going to... I'm not going to be that dude that goes, like, oh, yeah, Chicago's the best, and just rock a White Sox fitted the entire time. Like, yeah. no. Like, I'm here now. I'm transitioning. I'm putting a Red Sox hat on. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So then what made you come back? You just got the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, the two years were up. So we were just like, fuck this. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, that was mainly it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Because it wasn't there. Like, we got there. We got there. We had, like, some fun. We were able to go to, like, the Salem and go see, like, all the Salem wish trials. and. That's in Boston? Yeah. Crazy. Well, that's in Massachusetts. Mm. yeah that's like a little bit outside i forgot what, like salem is his own town yeah we just had halloween and like what's uh that movie that just came out hocus pocus too. yeah so i was just like i keep hearing that like salem which the which first one was in rhode island the second uh, the second one i have no fucking clue where it was crazy but um <clears throat> yeah uh so you recently became a father right yeah how is how's the father here treating you <laughs> dude that shit it's it's a blessing but that shit is exhausting yeah yeah no it's it's no joke it's like there's no wonder why they give you leave mm. yeah. well if you're blessed enough to work at a place that gives you leave like it you need all the time because that it it's a 24 7 job yeah and the biggest advice that like i heard was like when the baby's sleeping you should be sleeping because most people would like take the baby's time to like when the baby's sleeping to like do their work but yeah you just need to catch up on your rest and that's a that's a thing that i i'm struggling with yeah because i want to do so much shit Mm -hmm. so i like that nap is just gonna take away so much of my time do you feel like when you found out she was pregnant you uh were you scared or were you ready for it like no we were i was hella ready for it like we've we've been talking about it for the longest time um i was actually supposed to have the kid like way younger like in your plans 
Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. We, like I was supposed to have a kid like at 27. Mm. And then, um, yeah, like just shout out my my baby's mother. Like we, she let me like push that shit off for a bit. And I was like, let me focus on like getting my bread up. Yeah. And let's just like get in a better place. And then um, everything just aligned. And she was like, all right, cool. There's no more waiting. We're, we're having this kid. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the right way to do it. <laughs> like just when you're ready. But most people I know aren't ready. And like, I feel like the people that are worried, like you kind of just figure it out. Yeah. Did you get a different like type of motivation when she was born? Or Yeah. Like there's a, like different artists started to resonate more with me. Mm-hmm. Like um, Kid Cudi having a daughter. Uh, Schoolboy Q having a daughter and like rapping that like, yeah so, the, so those shits just like hit way harder now <laughs> I just well like a few like a month ago I went to the Kid Cudi concert and he brought his daughter out on stage see and she was like performing with him she was like throwing merch out to the fans yeah I was like wow I kind of want a daughter now too <laughs> I mean not even that but it's like um, it's cool to like have something and then Show your kid and be like, see, look, like I'm, I'm cool as fuck. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> like probably, other people think I'm cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I feel like I got to ask Lucas if he thinks I'm cool. I feel like he might say yes, but he's also in that stage where he thinks like a lot of stuff that I think is cool is like boring. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd like to think that he thinks I'm cool. No, nah, give it. You might not like be able to get the answer out of him. Maybe not. Yeah. But maybe like uh he like maybe you might like rummage through his backpack one day and he, he did a report on you and you read that shit and it just yeah. brings you to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the day for sure. That that's the type of shit, that's the type of shit I'm waiting for. No, yeah, I get what you're saying though about like being able to like integrate your kid into your, like your dream because because yeah. madre is like your baby too, you know. So well, it's yeah. kind of like they both have to exist together. Like that's his brother in a weird way or like her brother in a weird way. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I love seeing him at the pop-ups, too. Like, when he's just, like, running around, like, enjoying himself. But sometimes he gets bored, too, which I understand. It's, like, more of a grown people event. Yeah, he doesn't have really any other kids. Yeah, but hopefully when your kid becomes older, then start hanging out and shit. For sure. That'd be fun. Yeah, I need more dad friends, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand your struggles? <laughs> Why you can't go to some fa- some shit at, like, last minute? <laughs> It, I mean, it happens. Have, have you had that happen with your friends? Like, they try to get you to pop up? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, already. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had a homie who tried to invite me to, like, um, a gallery opening. Mm. And I'm like, did you forget? Like, I can... I have a kid. Like, you should have told me this shit, like, a week ago. Then maybe yeah, I could have go scheduled it. Or, like, <laughs> had my baby mom, like, I don't know, prepared or some shit. Mm. But I can't just flake on her that fast. Damn. Yeah. So, if you could maybe give some advice on, like how to manage your time with like your kid and your brand or like following your dreams, I guess. Like, what do you should. Think? I know that's kind of difficult to answer, but yeah. like, maybe um, a little tip that you figured out or like, what's your day to day like? I mean, day to day right now, um, I wish I could have gave you like out of parental leave, oh, tell me. Yeah. And then I could have like had a better idea of how to schedule all that shit. But I mean, for right now, cause I'm, I'm still, like, keeping busy with TM, so there's a bunch of stuff um, in the works, mm-hmm. like, for later down later down the line. So I would say just, like, try to chip away at the project. Maybe do, like, a rough draft. Maybe get your files in order. Start, like, 
doing some shit and then save it and then just like keep at it. Yeah. But like don't try to finish the whole project in like one night. Like it's impossible if you have a kid. <laughs> Damn. Would you say that um you're more likely to make your own stuff? I know when we first met, you were telling me how you used to like press your own stuff. Like, I still do. You still do? Yeah. And you don't but, find yourself. But it's like, more so outsourcing. Like, no, I I outsource right now. Mm. Like for the hats that I came out with, the Eres Bonita ones. You just dropped a lot. Right? Yeah. yeah. I've seen the photo shoot. It was cool the way you stacked them up. Yeah, yeah. there's more There's more photos that I have to get to post. But yes. yeah, they're along the same lines. They're funny as shit. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I've outsourced. Um, shout out to anyone who's ever purchased TM gear like in the past. Yes, I really support you. But I know that that quality was shit <laughs> because, uh. <laughs> because I was doing it myself. Uh. So that shit might have come off. Um, but, but it's more personal. You're definitely a day one if you did that shit. But no, every, everything now is like it's it's screen printed. Yeah. Um, it's at a shop. It's embroidered by a person that knows how to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like right now with the presses, I just use that more so for like samples. Mm. So I just like use them to, to like, not, yeah, promote, uh, shoot like photography of the, like, the uh, like of the garment itself. Like just to see like how big something is. Yeah. And if I fuck with it and if I do, then I'll just like write down like how big that was and then like make a tech pack for my printer and yeah, they'll do it. That's like, yeah. Have you uh, watched the show, The Hype? The yeah. Hype? I'm familiar with it. Yeah. I'm familiar. Like, and there's a bunch of dudes out there that are uh, on it that I followed like before the show. So it was Crazy. wild to see yeah. them there. Like, there's this dude. Blue? Blue. I copped some of his shit. Yeah. I copped, uh, he recently dropped a bunch of stuff and I copped a, a cardigan. Crazy. The crate, like the this green cardigan, this mad furry. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that shit to come. But he was on there. Um, uh justin messenger justin yeah he's from chicago he's from chicago he, his ass was upstairs above 2048 for the longest time yeah that's crazy that was crazy to see him on there um this is a dude I'm not gonna, only being I'm on there you. but like winning the whole thing he won he won the first oh shit season, i didn't yeah. know that because there's a second season now so if you didn't know you're, you're late <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he won the first season. oh fuck that's crazy right that is super crazy yeah and then um Mm. Wale or something like that. Is on the first season? I think so. Okay. He had a bunch of he made a bunch of stuff that well he's he's like um a, a nurse. Oh, and like he had a bunch day, of yeah, like and, uh yeah. And skeleton then it, and like human body like anatomy. Yeah. That reminds me of Matt. Yeah. Because Matt did like similar things. Yeah. Yeah. Him. He the guy I followed him for the longest time and then it was cool to see him on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now in the second season, I think the only one that I know or that I follow, his name is like Nago or Nigo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. But you haven't seen the finish? I'm not going to spoil no, it for you. I, I guess it's the thing. <laughs> Wait, did it finish already? <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> but if you were ever to, like, enter that competition, I guess, like, would you do it with Dumade or would you, like, want to do more, like, cut and sew pieces or, like... Because I've thought about that, too. Like, for Pops Prince, I don't think, like, any of Pops Prince stuff would go there. But I would need more, like, one-of-one pieces because it's, like, a one-of-one show. Like, yeah i think i would still take tm there yeah yeah i would still take tm there um but whatever i create on that show would be vastly different from what i would there we go like put out 
because then like you have to you have to impress the judges like yeah with a hidden pocket or some shit or like <laughs> oh this jacket turns into a fucking uh into a tote if you just like fold it right like that type of shit yeah that like reveal stuff and like functionality like makes all the difference for sure oh definitely my god like yeah. the one that comes to mind is um do you follow kid super yeah 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 so like back back a couple months ago when he had his runway show and like the two dudes were holding that painting the whole entire time and then once the runway show stopped the model actually came out of the painting <laughs> and then was weighing the fucking painting yeah and i was like god damn it's so smart yeah i love like little things like that. little shit like that like yeah that's a, that's the type of energy that you have to bring <clears throat> i guess to the show yeah the details and yeah concepts for sure but you also have to know like if you're if you're ready for mm -hmm. that type of shit because that's a lot of money yeah yeah that's a lot of concepting like that's a ethics a huge amount of effort to put some shit together like that yeah but i feel like you would i feel like you would have no problem with that. i mean you have all the homies here like have their input or you like just direct them on how to like how you want your show to go feel me yeah yeah i'm excited for next year for sure i definitely want to have more cut and sewn pieces we got the sewing machine so i just want to play around with that more that's um, all that like your whole entire studio is like damn near yeah man i'm like you don't need anybody anymore trying to do everything as in-house as possible yeah but <clears throat> it's tough like the setup and the cleanup is yeah. like <laughs> the hardest part for sure but i'm gonna definitely start screen printing some more shit i just ordered some supplies and then um what else did i want to get into um i don't know i guess i'm debating on getting an embroidery machine but they're so expensive but i know you could get one like if you pay it off in installments oh yeah <laughs> like, but like that's a that's like the screen printing um there's just so much shit to go with it mm. like you gotta buy a hose to take off the excess like once you like burn the thing on oh, the screen yeah, yeah. Bash but it. for embroidery like what you just need thread thread but you gotta like that i'm sure that shit jams like 25 times uh, so you got so you gotta you gotta know how to maneuver all that shit and just like be it's almost like working on effective like you have to know yeah, the shit in front so of you otherwise like you're fucked damn back in the day speaking of mtv they used to have this show called the heights i don't know if anybody's seen it but i remember it was a group of friends that were all pursuing like different dreams and there was a designer and he was speaking to a really popular i don't know if it was like alexander wayne or like i don't know somebody like in high fashion and they gave him some advice and they're like you don't need to learn how to like do all this shit like all you need to do is like learn how to design and you could just like send out your tech packs and like yeah, have somebody yeah, else do it exactly. for you you know but <clears throat> yeah sometimes you don't want to deal with like waiting for stuff and it's mm -hmm. always like a whole different thing but um like yeah. if you have a if you have a reliable vendor um yeah the tech packs and all that stuff like come in handy but i mean what you're doing right now is pretty much like what i believe is try to do as much diy as you can and just outsource the rest yeah. outsource like what you can't do don't yeah. try to like put all that shit on yourself feel me that makes sense yeah yeah um could you tell the people what you have coming up or where you, they could find you um they could find me my personal uvtm underscore designs and then two moderate clothing damn near like every handle is two moderate clothing oh wait one more question so oh, what's up? how do you feel about like <clears throat> like do you feel like you're holding off on putting on a lot of content or like like how do you, i guess i'm having this problem with like 
not oversaturating or like not over posting because I feel like, I don't know, I get in my head sometimes and like I don't want people to think I'm doing too much, <laughs> but it's like, how do you balance like your posts, I guess? Like, you know? Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I do that too. Like, for example, all the photos that I took of the hat, right? Like, like every day is not gonna be the fucking hat. Like people mm-hmm. are gonna get tired of that shit. So, I mean, you could you could see it like um, like a treat it like a segment, or say if you were like running a like a broadcast studio, feel me? Like you just gotta have different shows, so different times, like different times. So, like for example, for TM, I knew I knew just posting product would get old. And I wouldn't like like that to see that shit on my feed either. So that's where um, you'll see like all these like Latino memes mm. in between. Yeah, yeah. Just a bunch of shit that I found on the internet and then like just posted it. Yeah. Well, um, TM Radio, I'll post that. Um, yeah. Can you tell the people what TM Radio is? TM people? Radio is a playlist on Apple Music and Spotify for right now um, before like we can make it. A bigger and better thing before you get your own show yeah before we get our own show and our own <laughs> radio station but um for right now it's just me texting um random assortment of friends like we may, we may have not texted in like two years and i'll send you a text and i'll be like what are the three songs you've been listening to recently mm. and then they'll send me them and then that makes the tm radio that's fire yeah yeah building like a community through that yeah okay or like yeah just like in a way, um, checking in on homies that you haven't texted in a yeah. while, feel me? Because I've done that before, and then they'll be like, yo, how you been? And then we, <laughs> we just start texting after that. Nice. Like, but but that's that's a, a key thing, though, that I wanted to put for TM Radio. It's like three songs that you've been listening to recently. Mm. Not your all-time favorites. I don't give a fuck about that. Like, what you've been listening to recently. Yeah, to keep it current. Yeah. Using it as a way to catch up with friends. It's a good... Uh, that and also... Concept. Because I feel like I fell off of like current music, mm. and then they put you then on. they put me on, yeah. yeah, and a bunch of genres too. <laughs> what if it's just trash? There, that was a rule too on TM Radio where like it doesn't matter what you send me, it's gonna uh, make the playlist. That's right. But there's been maybe two instances where the song is just so fucking garbage, <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like, dude, I can't listen to this shit, and yeah. then I just take it off. Oh man, yeah. Well, it happens. But um, I want to say thank you for coming on here for sure. Of course, Doug. I think you gave a lot of great game. And yeah, you can come back anytime, whenever you want to. I, mean, I still got to have to have you on user-friendly for sure. Yeah. You just got to schedule that. And yeah, thank you for listening to another episode of the PDP. It's your boy, Pops Prince. And doot-doot-a-loot. <laughs> <laughs> I met that fool once. Did you? Yeah. Where? At South by Southwest. Damn. I took a picture with him and everything. Wow. I held him. Shout out Narwar. <laughs> you took, you have it up? Uh, on my personal page, yeah. Wow. I had a beard and everything. That's right. I, I look completely different. No, he's legendary. He's interviewed some of the biggest for sure. Man. All right. And then I'll be like, whoa. Like, uh, yeah, that shit.